Hello and welcome to another episode of Slicing Life and Leftovers. Today's topic is going to be a little bit heavy. Um, we're going to be talking about mental health and depression, and we're going to share some of our experiences and some stuff that helps us personally. But if anybody needs any help, please reach out. Reach out to a family member, reach out to a friend, anybody who is around you that is able to listen to you and take you seriously. And if you don't, please remember that there's a hotline for anybody who needs it. And it's 1-800-273-8255. And you can always go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. All this information is going to be down in the show notes below. And again, please reach out if you need any help. Well, with all that said, let's get right into this episode. We're back. We're back in business. No, man, we back, boys. So, Renee. What's up, man? This is going to be a very deep, heavy topic today. Yeah. We're going to deviate from the path like always because that's just how my mind goes. Just saying. Good. We're just like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get like deep and dark and then all of a sudden we're just going to be like, yeah, so. um." (laughs) Off topic. Off topic. And, And if you hear me yelling at my cat, she's just being a butt. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, she's like staring at me, judging me. Like, you guys are really going to talk about mental health today? Freaking millennials. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw this post the one day um, on Reddit, and it was like, everybody complains about millennials, you know, complain about mental health and emotions and everything. But, like, since our childhood from, like, 9-11, nothing has been getting better. Everything has just been going downhill. Oh, no, things have definitely gotten worse like so much worse it's like and it's just crazy it was planned like definitely COVID was planned <laughs> like mm. <laughs> no don't start getting into that conspiracy theory shit. <laughs> we're gonna get canceled okay we're the next joe rogan guys <laughs> ew no no <laughs> be no like that. oh my god they're trying they're trying to take us out millennials play <laughs> you know what I, I don't even like the whole mentality behind millennials and like boomers i think it's kind of dumb to like segregate it's like ageism. It is ageism. But let me tell you about those Gen Zs, though. Okay. Oh no. Lazy bastards. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I know a Gen Z. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I know at least one. What is the age bracket for a Gen Z? Uh, we can look it up. True that. The wonders of technology. I know. Like, where's my phone? I don't. Cause Charlie is like laying on my keyboard right now. <laughs> Charlie, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Gen Z definitely is much more open about their mental health than we are. Surprisingly, we did. We definitely like make the um, the pathway for it, but I do feel they are taking it much more seriously about like talking openly about it. I mean, which is good. No, it is good. Talking openly about your mental health and and everything and how you're feeling is is healthy. It's good. It's. Mm Yeah, it's good to uh, cry too. Well, yeah, I guess depends how make you feel. You know, hey, like me, it just it just makes me like angry that I'm crying, so it doesn't help. No, I get like a like a baby. I just start crying, and then it's just like it's ugly. I'm an ugly crier. Who who looks cute crying? I I don't know a single person that looks cute crying. I mean, it's not like it's a vulnerable state. Like it's like your raw self. You can't control your emotions when you're crying. 
Unless if you're like empty hearted. If you're like a sociopath or something, that's a different story. Like, let, let me look pretty while I'm crying to manipulate you. That, fuck that shit. That's so dumb. Uh-uh. It's so dumb. <laughs> they can't control it. They're just, they're, they're, they're mentally unstable that so they can't control what they do, anyways. I mean, it, was that, is that like really truly like a side of like mental health? Like being you, a manipulator? You just that and that, yeah, and that kind of like threw me like off the diving board a little bit. Well, that is mental health, is it not? <laughs> like that's, that's a mental illness. Being a psychopath or a sociopath, like it's just not, it's just, it's just not depression and anxiety that's considered mental health. Huh. I guess it's like goes into the tier of like behavioral health in a sense. You know I guess I mean? it's still the brain, it's still the mind, right? <laughs> like, why not? Come on, man! In like ten minutes, we're gonna talk about some freaking anime, okay? Don't be acting like this is like s- structured. <laughs> Ooh, yo talking about anime. See, Attack on Titan. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Talk about a mental health crisis. Like, imagine going through all that. I haven't watched the last season yet, so don't say nothing. But oh my, could you goodness. imagine? So good. Like that that blonde so kid. What's that blonde kid's name? He has such bad. Yeah, he has such bad anxiety, and I I used to hate a character like him, but I get it. Because I would be the right? ex- I would be the exact He's the same realest way. Realest person. Like everybody else is trying to be cool, mysterious. Like no, I'm not messed up. He's like no, I'm messed up. <laughs> like I need help. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're not gonna be scared in the mouth of a titan. Come on, get oh, out. Oh come here. on, no. I would not be a hero. I'm sorry, man. I'm hiding. I'm the villagers. I'm gonna be like, nope. Like, <laughs> no thank you. You're gonna join the garrison? Is that what you're saying? Is that what it is? Yeah, the garrison's like the protectors behind the walls. Like they, oh, they get drunk are and like cr- the, they're the, aren't they the reasons yeah. why the Titans got in the first place? <laughs> no, well the the reason the first reasons the Titans got in the first place was because they got invaded by another country. Which have right. the powers to shift into Titans. Oh. And then they broke the wall. Oh, so that's like, what... That was like... Damn, all right, ruining it for everybody. Okay. Well, I mean, it's the... Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. You know what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> if they do Spider-Man, all three Spider-Man is there. <laughs> you know, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Can you imagine you actually didn't know that and how said it? <laughs> You're like, yeah, anyways... This you know, what? I'm actually happy I did watch the movie because that would that would have been so spoiler. I right? didn't even watch the movies, man. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No, no. And no. honestly, it's one it of was the... a really good movie. I've heard, I've heard. I just got I got out of the whole Marvel scene because that's just that's exhausting me, bro. Too many, too many. Uh, you're not wrong. Before we ruin anything, you should do the introduction. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. <laughs> you're forgetting. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do like a little intro and the um if somebody would actually listen to the podcast, you notice a little intro with You should like a still music. welcome the three people who listen to us. Who honestly oh, well, are just doing it in like the background. <laughs> yeah, it's our significant others and someone else. <laughs> someone else, like a friend <laughs> of one of our like significant others. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Well, Renee. <laughs> you know, Today's uh, wonderful topic today is uh, mental health, and uh, we're going to be, you know, getting a little hot and heavy with this. Don't know why I said hot and heavy, but, you know. Hey, I'll take it. In. That's that's <laughs> mental health. Yeah, there we go. But it can help. Well, Renee, uh, it's weird. It's, it's weird to think about, like, your own mental health and your own mentality and it's kind of weird to say and put it in words because it's something that no one really understands and people who have it 
like know and understand each other to a point because like no one goes through for example depression the same right no like no one has yeah so people like oh i get it levels Mm -hmm, exactly so people like oh i get it but i'm like what level are you how are you dealing with it how are you coping with it are you getting like treatment for it like what are you doing dude like you can't just say oh i understand how you feel because i have it too you know it's like some people do have it worse than others and it's almost a little unfair like yes we most of us have it especially our generation right let's be honest most of us are diagnosed with depression some of us chronic depression which is the worst level but i just feel like it is something that's a little bit more important about to actually like be able to talk about it and have each other each other understand how we're all dealing with it separately can just stop everybody together you know true that how do you handle your like anxiety or depression Honestly, dude, like what like, do you do i go to the gym man like I, I like i know it sounds like so like cliche so mundane like oh you just go to the gym like but yeah like all right so let's start let's go let's go backwards right so in high school i i was a big weeb you know that i loved anime to the point where anime became so part of my life that i couldn't like separate it because i was using it to like cope with my depression like you know that video me 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 i think you showed that to me oh i that music video it's so amazing amazing. i think it's on like what like um What's that streaming service that no one uses us anymore? <laughs> like Vino? Yeah, v- uh, Vimo or like Daily Motion or one of those like off like YouTube type thing because it's 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 a not safe for work video. It's uh, it has it's like risque. a little launch and it's, it's a little you know. But the thing about it, like, see, the thing is, people only see the 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 part of it, not the actual meaning behind it. You know what I mean? It's like no, it's like this is what most of us, especially you know. I'm sure, like, people in America, people around the countries, but definitely in Japan where we get sucked into this world of anime, right? To the point where we think that people are anime characters almost. Like, talk, personalities, you know what I mean? Our idea of, like, how to be a partner, how to love, how to be friends. Like, we become those people because we're coping so bad to, to distract ourselves from our world and our depression and ourselves that we create characters you know like we created alter egos through these media and now besides anime is social media so back oh my god yeah it's like 100 percent. like before i was with like my girlfriend like that's all i did was like on social media you know i mean like distract myself on youtube something to distract myself to the point where it's kind of like an escape from reality. Yeah, much there were times when I would play Minecraft for twelve hours. What the hell was I doing? <laughs> you know, running away. That's the hell what I was doing. You know, being accountable for that is very important as well. Like you can't keep saying, "Oh, it's my depression. It's my depression." It's like, yeah, but you're you're accountable for your actions still. And my action was I was constantly running away, whether it's through anime, media, or freaking Minecraft. So that's how I cope as I got older. I'm like, I can't keep doing that because I'm going to end up killing myself. Like, literally. Like, you're going to get to a point where you're going to hit a wall where these things don't do it anymore. And, like, something is going to happen. You know what I mean? Hopefully it's not the worst of the worst. But you might end up destroying your body, destroying your health, you know, because the mind is a, a very, very powerful thing, in my opinion. And it can literally make you or break you. And if you let it break you, it everything will fall apart. 
you know, rash decisions. Very, very well like, said. Yeah, like you just make very bad well decisions, said. period. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not even saying like suicide, right? Like sensitive word here, suicide. But I mean like literally slowly destroying yourself, quitting your job, you know what I mean? Disconnect from your family, your friends, like eating things Almost you should like be eating. Almost like a self-sabotage, you know? Exactly. Just like a self, self-sabotage, self-implosion. Right. And so the best thing to do is like... For me, it's like, okay, I need something, another way to cope, you know? And the one most important thing is, like, you need to learn how to cope. If you don't know how to cope, you're literally are going to keep falling yourself into the wrong hands, whether it's somebody else or you to yourself. Like, so I go to the gym, you know? Like, I, I, I watch motivational videos. I listen to motivational um, podcasts or, or music or whatever it is. I get myself out there to change my scenery and do something uncomfortable, in the word of Goggins, man, you got to do one uncomfortable thing in your, you know, in a day, you know. What I mean, just to, just to, just, just to challenge yourself. And I realize, unfortunately, I'm 30 now. For me to realize, I'm a very competitive person. And I, oh, without a doubt. And I, what the fuck? <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> like Renee, you've been like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, well, now I realize it, bitch. Okay. <laughs> preach, Renee. Preach. <laughs> So I, like, I need to be challenged. Like, I need to be challenged all the time. But the thing about challenging yourself, you have to get out of your comfort zone and be some, being something that's very uncomfortable all the time. Because honestly, I'd rather just sit around and just fucking watch TV all day. You know? Like, I don't want to walk my dog. But shoot, it's, it's, you know, 20 degrees outside and it's snowing. Well, let's go, let's go take a walk, Murph. Like, you know, it's <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, like that's the only thing for me anyway. A lot of people do it differently. I personally. Exercise is a very healthy like outlet. A hundred percent. Like even. Just go for a walk. Like everybody can. (laughs) Yeah. Every, everybody always advocates exercise. It's what clears the mind. It's your body like recharging. It's health. It's like you're, you're getting a healthy outlet and always in like any type of mental health facility or anything like that they always ask like are you doing any exercise and it sounds so simple just to say that just simple exercise mm-hmm. can help like release endorphins into your mind to like give you a little boost and you know what it is too if you do it right if you do exercise properly it's not even about the physical of it it's about your breathing like when you can take in big breaths and control your breathing it's like a form of meditation almost Right, you do feel more relaxed. You do do feel more like, you know, these like what, what's the word endorphins? Is that it that makes you a little bit yes. happier? Like it brings oxygen to your brain, into your like. I'm not a doctor, I don't know, but like it brings like oxygen into your body and your brain for you to feel good. It's like almost like a high, almost where you can actually breathe and think about breathing. That's why they say. I mean, they mm-hmm. do say uh, runner's high. You've heard of that? Yeah, before? I have, and I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> like, what kind of psychopath? <laughs> I mean, apparently it exists. Maybe it might be for some. I people, won't lie. I, I I had it once. I had it once because I was running for like four miles straight, and it was it felt great. But then I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is. Yeah, you just need to keep doing that. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's like something you don't have to keep doing, right? So it's like you gotta you gotta find something that you enjoy doing. You can't just be like run because it might make you feel a bit better. You know. Oh yeah, like on the flip side for me, when you know summer and spring comes back around, disc golfing, it's kind of like a form of hiking. 
right with an activity built right into it just be outside be active you know what i mean like that's how it really is and i think with our society now it's like especially like in our world right where it's all buildings it's all technology like there's places where there's no trees man cities with no trees you know and it's like you can just go out for an hour like an hour of your day that's not even a bad thing right it's not even a, a hard thing to do an hour of your day just to go and enjoy nature even if just to take a freaking breath you know walk your dog for an hour take him to the dog park just enjoy the scenery a little bit look at the sky bro you know some people take that for granted just greenery is like an amazing thing just to just to see yeah that's why i feel like places like office buildings need to really focus on that I feel like they really need to, like, hey, let's put some, some freaking greenery in here, man. Put a freaking, like, aloe plant here or something, you know? An apple plant? An aloe plant. Oh, I thought you said an apple you plant. You know what? Why not? Say. Why not plant a whole apple tree in the middle of the freaking office, man? They got the money for it. Wa- want a snack? You want a snack, baby? an apple. <laughs> Adam Eve, baby, come to Google, you know? I'm watching, I'm watching these videos. You heard of Brew, B-R-E-W, on YouTube? No. So they talk about just like any like event that happened. Like, for example, a lady who drank a hundred black tea, like tea bags a day. And there's oh. and natural. So fluoride is naturally occurring. Right. So it's in black tea. So what happened is her 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 bones are diffused together because she was drinking so much of it. So that sounds so fucking awful. Isn't it? First of all, a hundred bags of black tea sounds horrendous Horrendous. i love i love strong coffees i love strong teas but that sounds a lot so anyways her bones fused together they didn't understand why and then turns out she's like yeah i'm drinking like a hundred bags of tea a day a day for years and they're like yeah that's why i feel like that she should have led with that yeah that's how i feel but people don't think the things they're doing is even like wrong which is very unfortunate, mm-hmm. which leads back to the whole mental health mm-hmm. issue. No, when you circle. watch these things, dude, I'm like, there's got to be something wrong with people to think that this is okay. You know? No, I would never even think about drinking that much tea in a day. Yeah, I'm saying. That's just, that's just horrific. I mean, too much of something good is never actually good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always a negative for too much of something. Yeah, you drink too much water. Yeah, you, you can, can, you can uh, what is that? hydrohydrate or whatever like that. Something yeah, like you, that. You can literally just like drown. drown. Like you drown. Like that's how crazy it is. Yeah, water is good for you until you drink too much of it and it kills you. <laughs> like, that's so awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or was it this guy who, I just watched this one too. He, um, it's from a chubby emu. So he does more like side, like doctor cases and stuff like that. A guy who would eat a hundred, like those like vitamin candies. Like zinc, vitamin C, because he wanted to have like superior immune system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he sl- he like turned orange like that guy who ate like a hundred carrots or something. Oh no, like he literally almost died. <laughs> His body started to shut down on him. That's so. But the thing That's is, so it got to the point where like if if the store does not have the brand he likes, he would start eating like denture uh, paste. What? Because there's zinc in it. Oh my goodness. So I'm pretty sure that really is what happened. Because there's other chemicals in the paste, obviously. Obviously. But you, you shouldn't be taking that many freaking vitamins anyways. No, <laughs> you know? 
I mean, he was just pissing him out, but I think the denture cream did him in. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, they can't move. Like, he couldn't walk properly. I'm like, first of all, if that's happening, you should probably stop. <laughs> yeah, he was still taking it. He's like, I'm going to be alive forever if I eat all the zinc. Yeah, but like, that's going to be, like, something in the mind that's, like, somehow manipulates you to think that that's, like, okay. Like, because your, your brain is a very powerful thing, right? Like I said, it can literally manipulate you to think different things. But, like... In the end, your mind would always tell you to survive. You know, yeah. like that's why, like, even if someone like trigger word like commits try to commit suicide by drowning, your body will still fight to survive. You're still gonna thrash. I mean, hold your breath. You're not gonna pass out because you're gonna grasp the gasp for air. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's just your body will always want to survive. So there's gonna be something that kind of like blocks it. That says, no, this is okay. You're going to die, but that's okay. We're cool. <laughs> you know, like, it's just so fascinating when people, like, we're not perfect. Of course we're not. But, like, there's just things where I'm just like, how does your mind lo- allows you to do this? I mean, personally, I uh, I kind of overdosed on, uh, like, sleeping pills. On purpose? Yes. <gasps> Ariel. When I was younger. younger, Did I know you by then? Yeah, it was. uh, I mean, that's why I ended up in the hospital. That was the reason why I ended up in the hospital. I I don't think I ever told anybody really the reason why. Is that when you were, you know, no, it's when you were staying with, um, what's his name? Gene, right? Yeah, it was that one around then. What the hell? That was the, that was the reason why. And, uh, it was honestly not even like, a purpose like mental doing at the same time i just want to sleep and i figured if i take a lot of pills i would sleep for a long time and then i was like you know what maybe f- fuck it let me sleep forever and uh i don't know I, it's just i i don't know why it happened or what pushed me to that point and the ironic part is I took, like, just a perfect amount that I was fine, obviously, because I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even go to sleep that night. What do you mean you go to sleep that night? I couldn't even go to sleep. I, after all those pills, I still couldn't even fall asleep. So, wait. So, what happened? You went to the hospital anyways, right? Yeah. I was. I, I started freaking out a little bit. I was just like, um, I took a lot of sleeping pills. Like, I just chugged a handful of and like I'm still awake and I guess it was a suicide attempt and then I spent uh like two and a half days in a padded room. <laughs> literally, those things exist. Yeah, they literally like there's nothing in that room. How does that help like, somebody? Nothing. I don't it didn't honestly it made me worse. I and assumed. I was like <laughs> I was telling my mom, I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm good. I'm 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 great. Like this like it was kind of like a like a eye opener in a sense. Like I didn't I I didn't want to be in there anymore and it actually brought me down even more. Mhm. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. Maybe that's supposed to be like a scare tactic. Like if you do this again, like you're 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 going to be in here. But that doesn't help people uh, though. <laughs> 
No. I'm, I mean, maybe someone who had more conviction than me, you know, who's to say what that would do to them. True. Damn. But, uh, yeah, Shit. I didn't end up uh, staying for too long, and then they made me go to outpatient mm-hmm. uh, care. Okay. So I had to, every day, show up to this place, and then we'll talk about mental health. And then they were trying to get me on, you know, medication so that they could release me. Um, and it's serious. Like, if I didn't show up to that outpatient care, they would have sent me, they would have sent a cop, and then I would have been internalized at a, at a hospital. You would have been, like, locked um, up in the hospital? Yeah. Shit. Because I, I was like, I'm good. Like, I, I, like, I told them, I was like, I'm good. I can, I can leave. And so to make sure I was, it's, it's called like transitions, um, to transition back into, I guess the real world. And I think that was like three weeks of that. And then after some medication, then they released me. Shit, man. What the hell? What are you tell us? Uh, you know, that's not something that you normally tell everybody. You should probably tell and your post friends. <laughs> Well, not well, certain people. I yeah, but true that. And I mean, a now you know. Fair. And B, talking about it and putting it out there. You know, this is what I kind of wanted to. I wanted just to like completely open up as well, and I wanted you know one of the closest people to me to hear it first, mm-hmm. and you know let it out, let the world know, let you know. True. Everybody know me, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's scary shit, man. I thought that you could possibly, like, not be here right now was is a scary thought. Because what? Dude, I didn't expect that. Like, I know you were going through some shit, you know? Like, family life was bad. You know, you were with someone who was really bad. And it was just like, I was like, okay, he's going through some stuff. I get it, but I didn't expect that. We never expect that. No, and especially like we're it a bunch of bullies, so man. It's a, we're a bunch of bullies, <laughs> so we're just like making your shit worse. Like, oh man, when it sounds kind of fucked up, but like at a certain point, I did step away a lot from you know all my friends because it was all jokes and it was all like trying to be funny all the time. Right, I get that. And sometimes you know life isn't funny. And yeah, well, people who constantly make jokes are going through their own deep shit. That's how they cope. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, sometimes the happiest people are not the happiest. Mm-hmm. And that goes straight from Robin Williams himself. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, he also had cancer, too. Or dementia or something like that. And he was, like, scared that he was going to, like, forget, like, everything. Which... I'm sure if he was already depressed, it definitely triggered it even more. Because I wouldn't, I honestly, I wouldn't want to live if I knew I was like gonna lose my memory. It sounds so weird because now I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of going through that with my dad because like he he's in mm-hmm. uh, stages of dementia and he thinks that he's in this hospital every two weeks. Right, right. I get that. It's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm just here in the hospital. It's been two weeks. It's like, no, no, he's been in there for three years, so. Shit. We still recognize yeah. you, though. He recognizes me and my sister, but not my older brothers, of, like his older children. Right. Gotcha. Like, he doesn't know who, he, does, he doesn't have any idea about them. And he thinks that my sister's in Puerto Rico, even though she's in Florida. What the hell? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know why he thinks that. Hey, what? Maybe that's, that's his way of saying, you should go to Puerto Rico. 
right oh and uh my mom visits him really very nice yeah i'm i'm so surprised she does that and um she feels bad and it's the the worst part about it he always says uh his first wife's uh name like <gasps> he thinks that his is she's his first wife oh man okay so we know uh who his favorite wife is I mean, he cheated on my mom with her, so that's why they got divorced. Wait, I... Oh, oh, so, wait, so he basically cheated on your mom with his ex? Yes. Oh, that's always a little interesting to me when people do that. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't and get I mean, it. I think that's where my mom's uh, mental health probably started, too, you know? Oh. Yeah, I just look back at like my family. Like as you get older, you start to realize, like, fuck, man. Like, some people you just gotta forgive, you know. True. Like, very, yeah, very. Yeah, my true. mom, she was with an abusive asshole, and like she went through a, a lot of abusive trauma when she was younger as well. You know, being in Vietnam and stuff. So, you know, a lot of anxiety, and of course, marrying someone who had severe anger issues did not help, obviously. So, oh no! Yeah, so it just it just of course made her worse. And as like you know, when I was like a teenager, even in my early like twenties and stuff, it was like hard to deal because it was just like besides the fact that it was everything was on me, right? When my parents divorced, like everything was on me, so I was like frustrated that I didn't have any space. Like everything was on me. It wasn't on my brother, not even close to it, you know. So it got to the point where I was like just very agitated. But as you get older, you just realize, man, that she just needed you. You know, she just, just, she just needed to feel something just to feel like she's in some form of control by the way yeah. she acts, you know, because she's lost control of everything else. She had no control of her childhood. You know what I mean? She really had control when she married my dad because it was a surprise wedding. Like literally he just, she, she went out and came back and everything was like set up and like, oh, we're getting married. Wait, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it's like a surprise wedding. They were dating. I don't know how long. Probably not that long. And then, like, I think he found out that my mom was like coming. Like, got the like, came, like it became a refugee to for uh, you know to come to America. And I think that's why he did a surprise quote unquote wedding. Got married so he could be like taken over as well. Oh, hey, you're going to become a citizen, so let me become a citizen with you type well, she, of thing. She got her green card first, you know I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, you come here, you get your citizenship by that time, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember the process. My mom uh, did all her stuff, but she never really talked about it too much. It's, I, it I heard it was a very... Tedious process. Yeah, very I heard tedious. it was a very off-putting process. Mm-hmm. She got it from her mom. And she was the only child out of like five who was here and got her citizenship. I see. So there was a lot of drama with that. Really? Oh yeah. Oh god, well, that's fun. Yeah, no, I I've heard like you gotta know like shit that even like born Americans don't know. The most patriotic person would not know. You know what I mean? It's like why are you making people learn about shit that even the person who's giving the test out doesn't actually know? Like, it's, it's ridiculous, but what do I know? But True. Yeah, man. Guess we're just lucky to be born here, I guess, right? I guess so. So they say, right? Yeah, America would be great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like, at, at some point when you get older, you're just going to have, like, to forgive your parents just a little bit, you know? I, for one, would never forgive my dad. I hope he fucking hears this. 
<laughs> you know, it's like you like people are like, oh, forgive, forget. You know, you'll feel better. Like it doesn't. Not for me. No. Some people not at all. like some people like you do it because you want to you want yourself to feel better. You know, instead of the fact that you forgive them truly, you just want to feel a, a, a weight lifted off your shoulders. I, for one, want to hold on to that weight because, no, you're not going to come back into my life out of nowhere because I forgave you and, like, try to play me again. It's not happening. Like, you can't build a foundation of, like, lack of trust and then expect me to just, like, cr- like you know, crumble it down and rebuild for you. That's not happening. You know what sounds kind of fucked up on, uh, on my end with that? What? Same mentality. Same, same mentality. But, like... My dad did really go through a lot of shit. He, like, kind of atoned for it. Mm. But I've always wanted to, like, just tell him off. And now now at this point, yeah. And and that kind of hurts a little bit for me because I'll never get, like, my closure. And it kind of sucks. It's like, I mean, he's still alive. He's here, but but he's not. Yeah. But I think what's going to happen, like, it's one of those things where it's like, he's not going to remember, but he's going to feel a certain way and he's not going to know why he feels that way. You know? Maybe, maybe not. Like, Who knows? Well, like, Laura used to work at a, uh, you know, a dementia, you know, a, a senior living that has a dementia department and they like said their partner dies, right? They don't know what happened, but they know the feeling that something is missing, like something is not right. You know, like it's crazy how the yeah, mind the, works. the brain is the brain is a crazy freaking thing, dude. It's like you, like it's like like you can only remember this this part of your life, but but and that's it. But like you can feel everything else. Like you can actually have a feeling of something is wrong. You know, or like a feeling of something like a person you trust, and that could be your kid, your partner, whatever it is. You know, like it's it is very fascinating. I will say, like, and it's something that we will never figure out, and I don't believe that it's something we will ever be able to cure, because even brain surgery still has its risk, you know. Like, let your dad be, you know. Like, it sucks. Yeah, you can tell him what you want to tell him, but I, I think he's he's suffering. Oh, without a doubt, and that's why I said he he kind of atoned for all of it in mm-hmm. a sense too. And I was talking to my girlfriend about this, and it's like it's already past that point. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I have to personally make my own peace with it. Right. And I have to get to that point where I'm just like, whatever. Like, I make my own peace with my dad, but I'm not forgiving the asshole. <laughs> you know? Without a doubt. I'm like, nah, Without I'm, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. Like, whatever. But, like, I would never forgive you. Know that for a fact. It's not going to happen. And maybe that's our old mental health talking, right? Maybe that's something that they haven't figured out yet. But it's just... There's some you, you sometimes you just can't forgive people who have literally destroyed your your life almost you know your your childhood almost I, I don't know there's just something about it where you you kind of just have to go like I don't know like, I I feel I personally feel like I have to hold on to it like as my lesson to like if this if there's someone in my life who who is like this I don't want it yeah, you know? personal reminder <clears throat> lets you be a better person yourself. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, my mom, I'm definitely like, am capable of forgiving her. Like, I remember when I found out she was taking like, she was saying like, I shouldn't be throwing out her business like this, you know what I mean? But like, taking a lot of like medication and such, you know? 
and it's just like I like I literally broke down and cried because I realized like how bad it really all was and that's a realization for myself as a child a child as well you know what I mean my child self to be like to be to to remember everything that happened because a lot of things a lot of things happened in front of us you know what I mean the screaming the beating all that so it made me realize how bad it truly was to the point where like my mom was taking things you know what I mean had to do things you know like had to go to therapy I do this I do that it was it was very hard to realize that like a little bit of a heartache and like don't get me wrong I was still like 21 22 23 so I was still a little bit of a shithead <laughs> you know but as like 30 now I realized you know what this is you need to forgive her because she went through hell and now when I'm going through like my mental hell myself it's it's, it's easier to sympathize for sure mm-hmm. without a doubt it's just i don't know mental health is definitely a very very difficult thing to talk about because it is something that's so it makes people vulnerable right and the thing about us like even like yeah our parents generation their parents our parents generation being vulnerable is not on the books and we like in our generation we're starting to break that mold that it's, it is okay to be vulnerable it's okay to let your guard down, you know, but I still feel so it's so embedded in us to put our guard up and to like make sure that people don't see us as like vulnerable is still such a part of us, you know, as much as we want to talk about our mental health. In the end, it's like something you should talk about to people who cares. Yeah, and you- support system. That's what they advocate so much in, in the hospital and everything like that. And even therapists, they always, always tell you, have a strong support system. The thing is, too, though, right? Like, not everyone is going to have a strong support system. Not everyone is capable of trusting someone to, to, to hold on to their baggage. And no, it's, you're right. And it's sad. And it's like, oh, you can, like, lean on our shoulders. But I'm like, I don't even know you. You know, you're just a bunch of doctors and and other people in the group that I just met. You know, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's just like, at some point, you got to learn how to cope on your own to an extent. Like, I say I go to the gym, right? Like, I try to do the best I can to keep myself physically healthy and strong and hopefully mentally strong one day. It's like you need something that you can at least better you not 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 coping as in like distract yourself to the point where you don't even know what you're feeling anymore like just feel what you need to feel write it out but you have to figure out how to cope with it even if it is just hugging yourself and crying for an hour you know like you just you just need something to keep you on your feet if this distraction, like if it's if it's work, go to work. You know it will help clear your head. It will keep you focused. You know if it's to the gym, go to the gym. It will help you with your breathing, a form of meditation. You know, enjoy nature, man. Fucking go to the beach. You know, feel the sand. Do anything that it will take to better you, not the other way around. Because something like depression can absolutely destroy you. It can make you a person that literally sits 
and and binge, binge and binge and binge, and you will feel worse. You know, like, and I get it. People, people, not everyone can do that. But I'm just saying, take small steps. You know what helped me a lot, hmm. um, and made me have a clearer mind, and what helped me get through a lot of things. When I was in the hospital and we, I was going through the transition thing, we would have group therapies. That's nice. And there was a bunch of people, and we sat in a circle, and we all talked, and we all shared, and we all said whatever we needed to say in a safe space. Yeah, and that's and that's a, a small step, you know, like. It seems like a leap, but it's not. It's not a leap at all. It's a very small step to go and find a group of people who can understand what you're feeling. To a point. It made me feel better because all those people had similar situations. And honestly, it made me feel better knowing that other people had similar experiences. Mm -hmm. But then it made me think in a more clear mind and it made me feel better when it sounds fucked up to say but there are people that had it way worse like way way worse and there was this one lady that i listened to her experiences and she tried to commit suicide twice and she's still here and she says that she never wants to do it again because it, it was such a shitty experience because the last time she did she tried like she jumped off a bridge and she washed up and someone saved her Right. Like someone did CPR on her and revived right. her and everything, and she, she, like, she was like, truly dead at that one point. That's crazy. And she had this like whole like change of life experience, but you know she still needed the help and she still needed transitions and, you know, of medicine course. and all that stuff to you know push her along. Of course, yeah, because like yeah, she had this experience, right? And you would think, oh, that should snap you out of it. Like no, you still gotta keep being reminded why you don't want to do it anymore you know people just think like oh just you know you have this experience you won't do it again like your your mind is telling you not to do it again but like you need to be reminded though or it's temporary it's it's very temporary it is unfortunately you know because the feeling will flood back the feeling will flood back you're gonna feel a certain way you're gonna think once again this is the only solution you know, you need to be like group therapy helps you. And that is awesome. And that could be a really good support system. You know, you, you just got to be somewhere with people or anything to remind you why you don't want to do certain things anymore. You know, and it's just it literally is just taking that very small step. Because that's all yeah. you can really do as a human is take your first very small step. Well said, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there is no, there's no perfect answer. There's no perfect, you know, yeah, help or either. Everybody's different. And, you know, even just saying all these words that, you know, we're sharing today, hopefully that helps someone down the line or even someone who listens to this right now and can get something out of it. Yeah, that's the hope. It's just, just to get someone like just, even just like off their feet, you know what I mean? Like, all right, let me listen to slice of life and leftovers and when I'm on like, you know, on my little brisk walk or something, <laughs> you know? And then 30 minutes in, you're like sobbing, like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Five minutes in, they're going to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right, this shit is garbage, bro. <laughs> they're going to listen to the intro and that's it. That's it. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is garbage. And it's like the episode, I'm in it. 
But oh, you took on this project though, right? Like, yeah, I kind of started the whole podcast thing, but you literally took this as a project because you were saying that like you needed something to keep you occupied. Yeah, I needed something like a mental distraction. I needed something to occupy my time other than just video games. And I wanted to better myself and I felt like this would be a good, good outlet. Yeah, that's good, man. Like definitely, I kind of like let it go and you were just like, no, let's pick it back up. (laughs) You know, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, no, can't that's let good. this uh, can't let this uh, die out. It's a nah. uh, it's a good outlet for me too because I talk way too fucking much sometimes. You think so? I don't think you do. Oh yeah, I mean, we have a fifty fifty exchange, and I think that's why it kind of works out so well when we can just talk and we end up talking like all fucking day and all night sometimes. You know, true. Like we'll just keep talking. I feel like you knew never that much of a talker. Like, like you talk, but like you know, you don't like talk out of anxiety. You know what I mean? Like you talk for conversation. You like give people a chance to speak as well. It's not like you're talking, 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 and everybody else is listening. I feel like I changed though because I used to be very um, quiet though. Like I was the quiet person in our group. For the most part, yeah, I guess. I was the. I was the quiet person slash the one that wasn't very outspoken i i would say mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't really talk <laughs> i wouldn't be True. really talking to anybody i wouldn't really be sharing any conversations with my mom or my sister i didn't have a significant other at the time i wouldn't be talking to them i'd you know just be playing video games or just watching anime and just being myself to myself Hmm. but i'm sure the podcast is gonna help you like break out of that even more too because you are putting so much on the table oh yeah i am trying to go pretty much balls to the wall with this project and and i i do have a i'm in a better place and i do have a support system i think and i can openly talk about my experiences and not only on here, but like in private too, or who I need to give more details, obviously too, because you can't really throw that out to the world so much. Right. No, understandable for sure. You know, like we have partners that are very, very good with that. Oh my gosh, I don't honestly know what I would do without somebody like who I have right now, who is one hundred percent invested in me, and that's such a good feeling. Isn't it? It is. It's different. It's oh, something that you don't mm-hmm. normally like. I never experienced before, and That's it's great. Awesome, dude. But see, that helps you feel better too. You know, what I mean, feeling like loved and wanted, like that's the important thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's it's a good feeling. <laughs> I hope she listens to this part. Honestly, I think she's one of our biggest supporters. So don't worry. Oh, that's cute. She's gonna hear. She's like, ah, idiot. <laughs> Shout out to you, baby. <laughs> Which we made, we did an episode together and that was fun as fuck. Like just having a nice little conversation and it was great. It's awesome. That's really good, man. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's also very helpful for your mental health as well. Being able to feel heard. Yeah, and actually heard, not just listened to. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, no, being heard, being understood. Like it's very, very important. You know, especially for people like us who who, you know, unfortunately didn't have the best parents. You know, who were not listeners, you know, they listened to like lecture, they listened to nag, but they didn't really like listen to hear us. 
So it's good to uh, have people like that. I will have to say, it's they were raised in a different time, and not True. only that, like in a different culture. Like mm-hmm. I, it, there's some similarities in you know Spanish culture to you know Asian culture for sure. With like you don't show emotion, like you don't project outward emotion, and you internalize everything. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy that's trying to be like. You know, it's dying because that all the people sounds really weird because all the people who were in that mentality are like dying off. And then the new people are coming in with new ideas and new mentalities. And it's it's good. It's progressive. Right, That's how it's supposed to work. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the old goes and the new comes in. And it's just it, it, I still feel so it still takes a mentality to really um, be able to even break that barrier. Right. Because let's say if we were raised a little bit differently you know like we probably would think the same thing let's hide our feelings if we didn't meet the people we met we have met like we will probably still be the same way but we keep things to ourselves and internal everything and lord knows what would that would have turned out to be no i'm actually really grateful for everything that has happened to me and everything that i experienced and i think i became such a better version of myself Mm -hmm. with everything that i that has happened and everything that I did and I'm I'm much much happier now as an adult than I've ever been in my life and it's it's a good feeling that's good man no definitely I I feel that way too I feel like I'm definitely in a good place but I also have this like quarter life crisis (laughs) you know oh no oh yeah (laughs) yeah dude shut up wait until you're 30 Honestly, I can't wait. I can't even wait till I'm 40. We <laughs> had this 40? conversation already. That's true. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't wait to get older. I don't care. I like, I get, I think I'm like fine wine. It just gets better with time. What? And I'm enjoying that. But I'm you enjoying don't have hair no more, man. I'm sorry? You don't have hair no more, though. You know what? <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It <laughs> Doesn't even matter. I mean, I hate the fact that I don't have hair, man. Oh my god, I had such amazing hair back in the day. You did. Your dad did such dirty, bro. Thick, nice hair. He has full set of hair, Stop. bastard. What? He's a full set of hair. I remember seeing him. He had like hardly any hair. What are you talking about? It, it's still there. He's. It's not like he is balding or bald. Like he's just old. That's that's just a thing. Like he's just old. <laughs> Yo, so your mom did you dirty. <laughs> and no one else in my family is bald. Stop. No both one. sides. No one. Yo, your co-worker was right. You a milkman's kid. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Both sides are uh, full head of hair. It's so, so bad. I don't understand. Shit, that's funny, and I'm getting a shit ton of grays right now too. By the way, how the hell are you gonna have? You're gonna go be bald and gray, right? What kind of at sin, like thirty? Man? Bald and gray at thirty. Jesus, man. Well, you know what? At least by the time you're forty, you don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> you know? Pretty much. Hopefully, that's you don't. when everything peaks. That's my peak right there. That's your goal is to be peak at forty. Hell yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's hit your peak for this parting race too. So you better be working out. Oh my gosh! It's in the records. We're gonna do it's, it next it's, year. It's out there. It's put. It's it's into the world. Did uh, as next year. Like I'm gonna book us a Spartan race, and you better do it with me. I'll be really upset. They have. Well, all right. Which which one are you going to? You're going to uh, Philly or? No, 
um, Pokemon. Because I know. Dope, dude. I'm gonna go somewhere dope. I'm gonna go out of the state. Oh shit. I'm gonna go like Michigan or some shit. Michigan. I never they, been to Michigan. They're supposed to have a really nice one in Michigan. It's like up in the mountains. Like it's supposed to be beautiful scenery. Given we're not gonna see it because we're gonna be tired of shit. But <laughs> why not? I mean, I'm a train because like I- I'm telling you. We do both. It's, we do both. We do the Poconos and we do the Michigans. There we go. We, we're set. You're like, we're going <laughs> to die. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> well, I mean, when I go disc golfing and everything like that, there's a lot of hill climbing and it's a lot of like moving. Like you have to like move around a lot and exert your body because it is kind of like a sport. It is a sport. It's and a popular sport, but it's a sport. It's not. Wait, what? What'd you just say? It's a popular sport, but it's a sport. It is a popular, amazing sport. It's not in the Olympics. It's not in the Olympics. It will become an (laughs) Olympic game. Give it a few years. I will tell you this. In our lifetime, you're going to see disc golf overtake ball golf. And you bet. Ball golf is gonna go out of the like it's gonna go ball, out. It's wait, gonna be wait, wait, wait. you talking about the Masters and shit? Yeah, go, um, it's go disc ES. golf is gonna overtake go that. Go ES, you can't. What? That's a rich man's sport. How are you gonna tell exactly? Them? Nah, that ain't I watch. Give it time because all the old people all play ball golf, right? The youth is what's coming up with disc golf. Disc golf is gonna take over in a few, in but our lifetime. But golf is still a very pop. There, there are freaking D like a D one school for golf, bro. Like you're gonna tell me, even the young generation are not gonna play golf. Half of my All young right. clients are playing golf. <laughs> let me let me give you let me give you a little insight. I know a few people who played ball golf, right? And they Why are you spent calling it ball money. Golf? Why are you calling it ball? It's golf. <laughs> I'm calling it ball golf because there's disc golf and then there's ball golf because i'm making a differentiate like i'm putting them in two separate categories because oh one God. these days is going to be golf and it's going to be disc golf that's going to be regular golf i'm putting it out there okay okay you know what i hope that happens and your ass better be in the olympics <laughs> the disc golf olympics why the hell not i want to see that shit i want to see you sponsored by polo wearing a tight ass outfit okay if curling could be a sport disc golf can definitely be a sport i think so i'm just saying Handball is a freaking sport and it's the dumbest sport I've ever seen. Like, what the hell? I mean, that kind of sounds fun to play some handball. It's been years. Wait, like handball? You mean wall ball? Well, uh, yeah, like the you know the slapping of the ball against the wall. No, that's, is that wall that's ball. Not, that's wall ball. That's not handball. Handball is like soccer and, and football and rugby. What? Yeah, dude, it's stupid. <laughs> what the hell? Like, I was dude, so confused. Like, just pick either rugby. Or fucking soccer, okay? Don't pick, don't, don't try to make both something. Like, it makes no sense. But anyways, oh no. Gosh. Wall ball would be tight as the Olympic. That's intense. That would be intense as hell. Mm-hmm. I remember that I had the glove and everything. Yeah, you know what, um, have you ever heard of squash? Yeah, I've I think it's squash. called. I, yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I heard of it. That's like the rich person version of that. Pretty much, Yeah. Cause you gotta be like in this like indoor thing because you know, and it's supposed to be like extremely dangerous too. Oh yeah, cause those. I mean, you're hitting a like close up, like feet away, smacking this ball against the wall with a racket at yeah, like that's going really like hard miles an hour. speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny though. You're just kind of like, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty intense, guys. 
Right. It's like Batman, but indoors, you know what I mean? It's Batman, like, tennis against one wall. I'm just saying, y'all, that's just dangerous. You can go home with a black eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a missing testicle. I think you, you had to wear know. eye protection to be in that. You had to wear eye protection and I think uh, a cup, too. Damn. You know it's dangerous when you have to wear a cup. Think about it. If a ball is flying at you at like 90 miles an hour, if it hits, if it hits your junk, it's going to hurt. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's going to really that. hurt, dude. True that. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, so the Spartan race, you guys still run a 5K. You know that, right? You're actually going to run. Yeah. I'm going to do um, a run with my girl, too, with uh, when she does the baseball one, the Phillies. They do a, like a 5K. Oh, they do? I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna join her on that one. What's that I'm happening? A, a, I have no fucking idea. That's can't be this year. You're not doing it this year, are you? Maybe. Uh, wait, is it a run walk or is it a run? It's a run walk. Oh, that's why. That makes sense. It's a run walk. It's not a run run. It's a run walk. <laughs> okay, that makes sense then. I mean, but I ain't gonna play either. I'm not gonna be like the last straggler. Passing that, dude. Like, no, because it'll be the, the freaking like senior citizen on a wheelchair behind you. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, oh no, like, no. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like even for a big guy like me, I still have a good amount of endurance. I just need to work on like building strength and losing all this fat. <laughs> it's it's under yeah I get that it's and it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt your like knees and your ankles too you know I mean being a heavier guy it's not gonna help so, yeah yeah so it's yeah it's gonna suck but hey walk it bro I got it don't worry walk it <laughs> I'm trying to finish my home gym so I can uh continue on that no you're actually moving out here is what I think <laughs> we'll see soon Who move knows? out move out to uh. You just you just put it out there. I'm gonna take it out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What they, what they, who cares? Which the, huh? Oh wait, we just say Phillies. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to not narrow it down to where. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, man. I'm not that exciting. Nah. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna stalk me, dude, you have no priorities. <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, I didn't even like that. It's more of like, just people be weird sometimes. All right, even then just bleep it out. Bleep it out. I will. I'll, I'll actually put a bleep in. There we go. Bleep, bleep. They're like, what she said? She's been saying, like, fuck for the fast, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> like, <why didn't> <laughs> the magic of editing. Yeah, tell me about it. Goodbye, all the beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you imagine we, like, put bleeps and all the curse words on this thing? Yo, no. <laughs> it'll be whack. It'll be whack, bro. Too it's like many. it's like um the radio station who put like you know like rap music and stuff, and you know rap like music curses a lot, and they just kind of like try to like censor all the bad words out, and you're like, you just can't. You just, I'm like, why y'all doing that? That's whack. <laughs> you Nobody know, wants to listen to that. No, I remember the one radio station. I was like, like Drake was on or something, and it was like, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Like every time he cursed, I'm like, ugh. Ruin the song. Like, how are you gonna do that, bro? Every um, it kind of reminds me of this uh, one podcast that I listened to, though. Paying like a little uh, respect to them, their uh, their name of their podcast is called Fuckface. Stop. 
their name of their podcast is called Fuckface. But every time they say the name Fuckface, it's technically Bleepface. Oh. But they can still curse in the podcast and say fuck and shit and all that. But every time they say Fuckface, it's Bleepface. <laughs> I'm guessing that's their, uh, that's a little joke. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. It's great. Uh- you remember uh, Gavin Freed from, uh, like, the slow-mo guys? The who? The slow-mo guys on YouTube? Nah. You don't know? Oh, wow. So he does guys? all these, like, yeah, he does these, like, super slow videos of, like, with this camera. It's called the Phantom. And it does, like, super, like, high-definition, slow-motion uh, oh. picture capturing. I think I've seen some of this stuff before. I don't actually watch him on YouTube. Though. More than likely. He's like super famous for it. He actually did the slow motion for um the uh Robert Downey Jr. um Sherlock Holmes movie. What? Yeah, he did the slow motion for that movie. That's cool. Yeah, he's super famous for his slow motion. Huh. And he's like a video game nerd and his uh girlfriend is gorgeous. Like, she's, like, a, a nerdy uh, anime person. Ooh, better bleep that out, too. Oh, yeah, it's in there. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> nah, she's just, like, I, I followed her for a long time before she, like, got with him. It's kind of weird because I followed them both separately on their own perspective platforms. And then I saw them get together. And I was like, holy crap. Like, this yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ship uh, it. I ship it. I, sh- I totally ship it. 100%. That's so funny. Ooh, and it's crazy because I just uh, read about um, him recently. And he's been going through a lot of, like, mental health problems and stuff, too. Oh. There was this person that broke into his house to kill him. Because <gasps> he's, like, famous, right? To kill him? Oh to kill God. him. What? Yeah. Just because he's famous? I don't remember the reason why. Um, it was something like he was upset that he had, like, his girlfriend, who she was. He's like, oh, she doesn't deserve him. He's a nobody. He doesn't deserve her. Like, and then, like, it got it, it got past that. And it started going off into, like, this whole, like, I'm going to kill him. And so... I remember his story about this, though. I remember how it happened. He he heard somebody come in, and he checked the cameras, and he saw somebody going around his house, like, trying to get in while he was sleeping. And terrifying. So after the person got in, he hid in the closet, and he just sat in the closet, him and his girlfriend, and he called the cops, and they came, and after like I think it was he said like fifteen twenty minutes of that like this guy looking for him in his house or like then deciding to wait for him uh, to see if he was like gonna be home or not or whatever, and then the cops showed up and so apparently when he's at the front door he shot himself but he shot himself in a direction to the cops. So then the cops started sh- opening fire at him at his front door. So all you hear is like pop and then like pop, 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 pop. And silence. Like, and he says he will never forget that day. Hell no. 
that would mess someone up for sure. Like someone trying to kill you, and then the, the cops just kill somebody on in your house. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, you gotta like kind of like not the cops' fault, obviously, because the guy was like aiming at the cops, even though he's trying to kill himself. But like, you have to move. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to move at that point. You can't be there anymore. I don't know if he did. I think he. I'm pretty sure he did. I I'm, if he's if he got money like that, he probably sold that house and like or rented out whatever and just like moved. But that's crazy. Yeah, that would mess anybody up. Right. You know what I mean? Just the fact that there's an intruder coming in to to your your house to kill you because they think you don't you don't deserve the person you're with. Which, first of all, if you think like that, and I hope you're listening, you're a loser, bro. Like you're a loser. <laughs> like what kind of bullshit is that? Like first of all, you're never <laughs> no. gonna be good enough for your just this, this, like famous person. You're never gonna be. Okay. You're obsessive. Get therapy. Yeah, that's, he definitely needed it. That's Renee's TED talk right there. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know, bro. Get get therapy. Like it's see, that's another thing about like, oh my god, man. It's like when people are like that, when you watch like I watch a shit ton of true crime, right? When people do things like that, like obsess over a celebrity to the point that you're willing to like kill anyone who gets near them. AKA fucking K pop like fucking fans. Okay? Like psychotic. Like it's it's crazy to me. I never I, I can never understand it. You no, know? It's I like, did hear about that crazy story about a stalker, a K pop girl. Yeah, the stance. It's dude, I don't understand this mentality. Like of like being so obsessive with with someone who doesn't even know who the hell you are. And let's be real here. You would never have a chance with them, nor will you be able to handle them if you even have a chance, right? Because their lifestyle is so different from someone who's like us, right? Yeah, all, that's all why the- actors and, and singers and all those entertainment people usually date other entertainment people. You have to. You have to, because there's no way for someone like us to, to like normal people, to understand what that is like. Being in the limelight, being surrounded by paparazzi, stalker, crazy fans, other celebrities, you know what I mean? There's, it, it's a lot. For an average person, it's a lot. You know? And it's just, it, it makes me cringe when people get so, like, psychotic. To the point where they're willing to kill anyone who even talks bad about their favorite celebrity. This dude literally found her because he saw a reflection in one of her photos and figured out where she was from that reflection in the background. I just watched a video about this. I literally just watched a video about this. So, especially with modern cameras, there's, like, data in it, right? You can actually find locations if you know what you're doing on just one freaking photo. What? For real? Yeah, like, there's... You, know, you just saw the photo of this guy who, like, an employee standing on, like, a like a bucket of lettuce. Like, a Burger no. King. So, there's a photo that's been viral for a while now. And it's just this guy stepping on lettuce. And someone... Well, I don't, so, they posted up on 4chan. Right? And this guy, like, this person got, like, was disgusted by it. He's like, no, I'm going to find out who was doing this because that's fucking disgusting. Traced out where the photo came from. Came from a Burger King at a certain location. Those guys got fired. You can, if you, if you want to and you have the time, you can absolutely find out where, where this photo has been taken. 
So it's kind of scary when you think it about is it. scary. It's terrifying. You know, if you know what you're doing, you can find anything really. So this person probably did that. That's why he he knew where the, the boyfriend would be staying at. You know, yeah. like that's scary shit, man. I mean, they live together. I don't know how he. I don't remember how he figured that out, but I, well, I'm sure. I can't even imagine how terrifying that is. You know what I mean? Like, just someone breaking into your house is terrifying enough. Now, let alone like someone is literally on purpose trying to kill you. I used to Man, this money, is. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is, my this money. is why, like, I kind of want a gun, but like, mm-hmm. I don't really want one at the same time. You live in oh, man. I would have a fucking gun. Oh, I'm sorry. Bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> it door is gonna be bleeped. Bleeped. <laughs> yes, I live in bleep. I mean, but unfortunately, with the medical card, you can't even own a gun. Oh, that's messed up. I know, right? It's a compromise, I guess. Right? It's like, oh, well, you you want weed? Well, you can't have a gun. It's such a stupid rule. I agree. I agree. And I mean, it's going to become legal soon. Like, New Jersey's legal, so. Right. It's going to be about time. It's about time. Did you know that you can't, you cannot become a pilot if you are diagnosed with, like, a, 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 a mental illness? Fuck, I can never become a pilot. Yep, sorry. <laughs> so my one client wanted to become a pilot because he was playing like those simulator games. You know, like those pilot simulator games or whatever. He was like, I actually want to try this for real. So they, when they found out that he had bipolar disorder, which he is taking medication for, you know, and been like very like on top of it, they're still like, no, you can't, sorry. That's fucking nuts. That's fucking nuts. I agree. Can you imagine if he wasn't diagnosed? That's the thing, right? Like, so, like, yeah, that's, that's, like, the messed up part, right? It's like, okay, so either I keep this to myself and potentially kill somebody, or I get help and get denied. You know? It's like, you can't win. Like, when you are, like, it's, you have something labeled on you, you can't win, man. No. That's the unfortunate part about society. Medical marijuana, though? Like, I, I'll i be like, oh, do you drink? All right, no guns. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how many people have been drunk and end up accidentally killing someone or purposely going out and killing someone because they're so drunk? Like, on 4th of July or something? or Any Anything. Those types of things. Freaking like, ex, ex-wife left me and I'm going to go and kill her, drink a bottle of freaking, I don't know what the hell they drink. You know, I mean, butt lights or something, you know, a whole case of butt light and I'm going to go kill her. Yeah, that's happens all the freaking time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you need a confidence boost to kill somebody. So, you know, he was intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, he was. You can't have a gun, sir. <laughs> so, so stupid. Is I hate. It, I hate it. It just makes no sense. for mental health is freaking crazy. Like, it's, it's just makes no sense. Well, hopefully we can live in a world in the future where, you know, it's much more accepted and, you know, rules and regulations are conformed to as a norm in society with it. Right. Like, I don't know. I I doubt it, though. I doubt it. There's just certain things like bipolar disorder and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, pe- there's like such a stigma to it. You know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I never been around people who have bipolar disorder but from what i've seen and from what i've heard and what i've read it sounds terrible 
You know what I mean? Like it sounds to, to be around a person or to have to have or be around a person like that. You know, it's yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, it's not supposed to be easy. You know, yeah. and like even with medication, there's still chances of like something happening. You know, I'm not saying everyone is like this, but that's just the diagnosis. And unfortunately, like it takes a few to affect the many. You know, that's with everything, though. It's always something minuscule, and then they now with drinking the masses. I mean, yeah. that drinking and driving has become so regulated now. Like there are check stops. And, you know, they're trying to stop that. It shouldn't be a thing. Drinking and driving is such a bad thing. Smoking and driving, drinking and driving. Don't do it. If you're intoxicated, don't freaking do it. Okay? I don't care. Oh, weed is safer. No, you're still like a little... You're still off, dude. But you're in the clear mind. Like, oh, I drive better when I'm high. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Okay? It's like me saying I drive better when I'm drunk. That's not true. Yo, I'm not going to lie. Back in the day, I used to go on smoke rides. Like, I bet you did. We all did that. Just to, just to, just to get it out there. Um, I, and mostly I did because it. I couldn't, obviously I couldn't smoke anywhere near my house. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Right. But like, it, it just, you just shouldn't. You know what I mean? It's just like, and God forbid you get pulled over, man. You know what I mean? God forbid you hit somebody. You know what I mean? That's going to be on your record that you were like high or you were drunk or something. Yeah, it's a DUI. Yeah, it is, right? That's what they label us as nowadays. Yeah, 100%. It's a DUI. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The like, worst part, le- 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 this is how strenuous they are with even with the weed. Um, I mean, it's kind of the same with uh, alcohol. If you have an open container, even right. if you're not drunk, you know, that's still slap, you know, slapping you with that. Same thing with weed. If you open something from the dispensary, let's say, and you just want to smell it, see it, whatever, if it's open, sealed, broken, not even used yet. Mm-hmm. You'll get stopped with a DUI. Yeah. Because it is a little, like, unfair to say one. Like, you know, we, you can't really, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't really tell if someone's high or not. No. no it's there's a, no breathalyzer. Like, you can't, like, oh, your eyes are a little squinty. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yo, I'm Asian. What the hell? You know? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, For me, it's really bad, though. I, my eyes get red. Right. Like, red. And you can red. say it's allergies. But the thing is, how are they going to prove that. it compared to, like, alcohol when there is a breathalyzer, right? So they just, they just trying to do their best to be fair for both parties to be like, okay, you have an open container, then you're uh, you're getting a DUI. Because you don't, you don't have to be dr- drinking either to have an open, like, you know, to get a DUI. You can't literally yeah, just, like, open bottle. Mm-hmm, an open bottle. That's it. I guess, I don't know. That's just false. <laughs> it's also there for a reason. That's all it is. That's all I can say. True that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, Renee, yeah. what do you think about uh, stopping here? That's fine by me, man. Sounds good for today. Sounds good for today. Until, Are you going to uh, put in some plugs? You going to put in some plugs, man? For the new people. <laughs> Instagram. For new people. Slicing life and leftovers. Follow okay. us. Follow us. I know. I'm, I'm sure there's a Twitter. Is there a Twitter? No, not yet. The what? There's no Twitter. <laughs> you told me there's a Twitter. Lies. The thing is, I have to tweet, and I'm not good at that. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> and Twitter is such a, like, it's such a battlefield right now. Why? Like, everybody's trying to, like, cancel somebody, and 
you can't say something like ever. It's just I'm not I'm not gonna even deal cancel with it. me. I cancel dare culture. you. Triple talk to dog dare you to cancel me. Y'all won't do it, punks. Nah, but for real. Follow us on the Instagram. There's some cat pictures and hopefully some pictures of merch. Maybe. Ooh, shameless plug. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I want a fucking t-shirt, man. What the hell? No, nah, you're getting a t-shirt regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I just want to take another moment to talk to you guys about this episode and hopefully my experience and, you know, what we talked about can help people and inspire you to find help. Please reach out. Please do something. You are worth it. You are special. Just like the song that I picked for this podcast. It has a meaning and a tone that just resonates with me. And I'll play it right here after, you know, I'm done. And I hope you guys enjoy the song. And please, again, reach out. Just think about it right now. Everything's okay. No matter where you find yourself, no matter what kind of stuff is going on in your life, underneath it all, everything's actually all right. You're okay. You have more power than you like to give yourself credit for. And if you have something that's going on in your life right now that's challenging or painful, it's just a reminder to take a little bit better care of yourself. You're worth it. You can have this feeling.